Hello, and welcome to Auburn Tax Talk. I am Stephen, podcast extraordinaire, here with my colleagues and fellow Auburn Max students, Amy, Julia, and Miller. Today, we will be talking about how Donald Trump's tax policies contrast with Joe Biden's tax policies. Specifically, we will be going into individual taxes, financial instruments and transactions, compensation and benefits, business taxes, real estate, and finally, estate taxes. I'm excited about this one today. First, I'd love to start off with individual taxes. Miller, would you mind helping me out? Hello, I'm Miller. Today, I'm going to be talking about the individual taxes. First off, we have individual tax rates. Currently, there is a, there are seven tax brackets for 10%, 12 percent, 22%, 24%, 32%, 35%, and 37% for tax years after December 31st, 2017, and before January 1st, 2026. First, I'll go over Trump's tax policies in regards to the individual rates, and then I'll go over Biden's. For Trump, he is possibly considering a 10% tax cut for the middle class, as well as extending the 2017 Tax Cuts and Jobs Act provision past 2025. For Biden, he plans to increase the top rate to 39.6%. For taxpayers that also make more than 400000 they can expect to pay more tax. Now, next up for the individual taxes, we have the capital gains and investments. Currently, there is a net investment income tax of 3.8% for married filing joint taxpayers that make $250,000 or more and $200,000 for all ta uh, taxpayers, for all other taxpayers. Taxpayers in the 10% and 12% tax brackets pay 0% on capital gains and taxpayers in brackets between 12% and the top bracket pay 15% on capital gains. Taxpayers in the top bracket pay 20% on all capital gains and taxpayers can defer recognition of capital gains from certain sales and exchanges by investing the gain in a qualified opportunity fund. First up, Trump plans to cut the capital gain rate by uh, executive order and is planning on making this max capital gain rate to be 20, uh, 15%. He's also considering indexing capital gains for inflation and once again, extending the 2017 Tax Cuts and Jobs Act past 2025 related to the policies for the capital gains. Biden plans on having taxpayers that make more than $1 million of ordinary income pay ordinary income tax rates on uh, all capital gains instead of having them pay a lower capital gain rate. Now, I'll be moving on to the short, probably the shortest section of the podcast, the wealth tax. Currently, there is no taxation on accumulation of wealth, and Trump does not plan on changing this, and, so, uh, and Biden has the same policy. Next up, we have child incentives. Currently, there is an earned income tax refundable credit where taxpayers can get up to $2,000 per child and a minimum refunded of $1,400. For non-qualifying children or dependents, the taxpayers can get up to $500. 
once again, only part of this is actually refundable though. The amount of the credit per child phases out at higher incomes. For Trump to get this tax credit, he is uh, proposing to require a valid social security number to receive certain, uh, to receive this credit. And once again, he plans on extending the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act past 2025 relating to the, relating to the credit. For Biden, he plans on making the max uh, expanded that families can get to up to $8,000 and will get refunded as a credit of half of what they spend on childcare up to $8,000 for one child or $16,000 for two child or two or more children. Next up, we have credits and deductions. Currently, taxpayers can take deductions and credits to reduce tax liability and the SALT cap is capped at $10,000. Trump only plans on extending the 2017 Tax Cuts and Jobs Act past 2025 and related to credits and deductions. Biden, on the other hand, is planning on capping itemized deductions at 28% and restoring the PEASE for income above 400,000. Finally, he plans on ending the SALT cap. Lastly, for the individual income taxes, we have student loans. Currently, loan forgiveness is included in income except when exceptions apply. For Trump, he plans to support the passage of school choice legislation, which would spend $5 billion a year on tax credits for donations to private schools. Biden, on the other hand, in, intends to include student loans canceled or make those tax-free after borrowers have enrolled in the income-based repayment plan for 20 years. That wraps up the individual tax policies. Now I will hand it off to Julia, who will now talk about the financial instruments. For financial instruments and transactions, currently carried interest is taxed at a lower capital gains rate. Carried interest is income that flows to the general partner of a private investment fund. There is a three-year holding period requirement for long-term capital gains and losses for certain service-based partnerships. Both Trump and Biden plan to eliminate carried interest. Currently, virtual currencies are treated as property for tax purposes. The IRS requires taxpayers to report on their Form 1040 if they own virtual currencies. Both Trump and Biden have not announced a specific plan in regard to cryptocurrency, but Trump tweeted that he is not a fan of cryptocurrencies. Next, Stephen will discuss compensation and benefits. I will begin with payroll tax. Currently, payroll tax is applied on workers' wages up to $137,000 and $700. Excuse me, I meant $137,700. The 12.4% FICA tax is split between employer and employee currently. Most people can contribute up to $19,500 a year in a 401k, but some highly paid executives can contribute in an, an unlimited amount in certain tax advantage plans. Um, there was an optional deferment of payroll taxes from September 1st through December 31st this year. Um, the treasurer, Treasury Secretary believes many businesses will still pay it anyway. Joe Biden wants to end businesses defining their employees as independent contractors to avoid paying employment taxes. He also wants to lift the Social Security taxable wage base cap on taxpayers earning more than $400,000.
Also, eligible employees can contribute a portion of their salary to a qualified retirement plan, like a 401k. Trump wants to extend this and the TCJA through 2025. Joe Biden wants a few changes, including an automatic 401k for workers without access to pension or 401k plans. He wants to offer tax credits to small businesses businesses to offset much of the cost of starting or maintaining retirement plans. Now I will talk about the Affordable Health Care Act, which falls under public law number 111-148. Some tax credits uh, available for lower income taxpayers to help pay premiums for purchasing life insurance. Um, Long-term long care insurance premiums are eligible Medicare expenses for purposes of the medical deduction. Donald Trump would repeal the Affordable Health Care Act. The TCJA repealed the individual mandate setting the penalty for not having health care at $0. Joe Biden would eliminate the 400% cap on tax credit eligibility for the premium tax credit. He would also impose a tax penalty on drug manufacturers that abuse prices. He wants to terminate pharmaceutical corporations tax deduction for advertising. He wants to create a $5,000 tax credit for informal caregivers too. He also wants to increase tax benefits for older people who buy long-term care insurance and pay for it using the, their savings for retirement. Next, Amy will talk about business taxes. There are quite a few differences in Trump and Biden's tax policies, specifically pertaining to businesses. We will discuss their differences in corporate tax rates, carbon tax, community development, credits and incentives, depreciation, fossil fuels, manufacturing, qualified business deductions, and renewable energy. First, we'll discuss corporate tax rates. Under Section 11 of the IRC, the corporate tax rate is currently 21%. Trump has no plan to change this rate. Biden, however, has proposed a 28% tax rate with a 15% minimum book tax on companies reporting more than 100 million in, US, in the US but paid zero or negative federal income taxes. A credit for foreign taxes paid and carryovers would be allowed. Biden also proposed a 10% offshoring penalty surtax on the profits from any production by a U.S. company overseas that is for sale on American soil, making the overall tax rate on those profits 30.8%. For carbon tax, the U.S. currently does not place a tax on fuels that emit greenhouse gases into the atmosphere. Trump backed carbon capture efforts under his parole pro-coal agenda. Biden supports a carbon tax, but may not push for it as part of the climate change plan. Up next for business taxes is community development. Under section 45D, a taxpayer holds a qualified equity investment, or a taxpayer who holds a qualified equity investment on a credit allowance date that occurs during the tax year is allowed to claim a new markets tax credit for that taxable year. The amount of this credit is equal to the applicable, applicable percentage of the amount paid to a qualified community development center for the investment at its original issue. A community development entity is a domestic corporation or partnership that is an intermediary for the provision of loans, investments, or financial counseling in low-income communities. The new market tax credit limitation for 2020 is 5 billion and there's no allocation after 2020. The fiscal year 2020 federal budget would end funding for the Community Development Financial Institutions Fund discretionary grant and direct loan programs. 
Meanwhile, Biden plans to expand the new markets tax credit program by making the program permanent and providing $5 billion in support every year. Next, we'll discuss credits and incentives. Currently, under Section 51, businesses enjoy a non-refundable tax credit for a portion of wages paid to certain new employees who qualify as members of disadvantaged groups. While Trump, while Trump has no specific plan announced, Biden intends to expand the work opportunity tax credit to include military spouses. He also wants to impose a tax penalty on drug manufacturers that increase the cost of their brand, biotech, and highly priced generic drugs to inflation. He wants to terminate pharmaceutical corporations tax deduction for advertisement spending as well. Biden also plans to create a new child care construction tax credit to encourage businesses to build child care facilities at places of work. Employers will receive a 50% or will receive 50% of the first 1 million of construction costs per facility with this credit. Finally, Biden has proposed a 10% made in America tech made in American tax credit for companies that create jobs for American workers. This will be available for revitalizing closed or nearly closed facilities, retooling or expanding facilities and bringing production or service jobs back to the US. It will also apply when a company is increasing manufacturing wages above the pre-COVID baseline for jobs paying up to $100,000. Next up for business taxes is depreciation. Under the 2017 Tax Cut and Jobs Act, taxpayers can take a depreciation deduction as a mechanism for recovering the capital invested in an asset. Eligible property can be expensed entirely in the first year placed in service. The fiscal year 2021 budget would extend the 2017 Tax Cuts and Jobs Act provisions past 2025. On the other hand, Biden would reverse provisions overwhelmingly benefiting corporations. Next is fossil fuels. Several deductions and other incentives appear in the IRC for businesses to invest in fossil fuels. The primary incentive is a deduction for intangible drilling costs paid or incurred by operators of oil and gas wells. The code also allows for a deduction for depletion of minerals and oil and gas extraction. Trump supports tax breaks for fossil fuel companies, while Biden proposed to end fossil fuel cities, such as deductions for drilling wells, depletion of oil and gas deposits, and domestic manufacturing. For manufacturing, businesses were entitled to a 9% deduction for domestic production on activities under Section 199, but this was repealed for tax years beginning after December 31st, 2017. The fiscal year 2021 budget does not include any planned change to the current law. Biden, however, proposed to enact a manufacturing community's tax credit. He also wants to impose a tax penalty on drug manufacturers that increase the cost of their brand, biotech, and highly priced generic drugs to inflation, as mentioned previously. Additionally, Biden plans to create a 10% tax penalty on companies that move operations overseas and a 10% tax credit for companies that create jobs in the U.S. to incentivize, incentivize manufacturing. Now we will discuss the qualified business income deduction. Currently taxpayers other than C corporations are allowed a 20% deduction of qualified business income that comes from a partnership, S corp or sole proprietorship. 
They are also allowed to deduct 20% of a qualified real estate investment trust dividends and other qualified publicly traded partnership income. Trump does not plan to change any of the current tax laws surrounding this. This law currently falls in section 199A. Biden wants to end all the qualifying rules, including the real estate investors. However, he will allow a deduction to taxpayers making less than $400,000. Lastly, we will discuss renewable energy. Currently, taxpayers are allowed to an investment credit for certain investments in renewable energy, for example, solar and wind. There's also a tax credit for biodiesel and renew renewable diesel used as fuel. Trump does not have a plan right now as Trump does not have a plan as of right now, but he generally favors fossil fuel energy benefits. Most of this comes from section 54 of the code. Biden wants to restore the electric vehicle tax credit and reinstate tax credits for residential energy efficiency. He would also like to expand tax deductions for smart metering systems and other emission reducing investments in commercial buildings. He wants tax benefits for carbon capture use and storage as well. All right, that concludes my discussion of Trump and Biden's business tax policies. Next, Julia will discuss their differences in regard to real estate taxes. So real estate under ILC 1031 for like kind exchanges involving real property, you are allowed to defer the tax on the gain. Owners of a certain residential rental property occupied by low-income tenants may claim a tax credit of a percentage of the qualified basis of the property over a 10-year period. Trump plans to extend the 2017 Tax Cut and Job Act provisions past 2025. On the other hand, Biden will eliminate the qualified business income deduction for real estate investors in ILC 199A and try to prevent investors from using real estate losses to lower their income tax bills through the like-kind exchanges. Biden will enact a refundable advanceable tax credit up to $15,000 to assist people when buying their first home. Biden will create a neighborhood home credit to renovate distressed properties in distressed communities. He will also introduce a tax credit for rentals. For estate taxes, currently exemptions amount a little over $111 million, but after 2025, they should revert back to $5 million. Also, assets passed through at death get a basis step up to fair market value for the recipient. Trump will extend the 2017 Tax Cut and Jobs Act provisions past 2025 whereas Biden will eliminate stepped-up basis rule that allows people to pass capital gains to hails without tax after death. That concludes the discussion on Trump's and Biden's tax policies. I hope you're able to gain a better understanding of their tax plans and that this helps you in making a more informed decision on election day. Thank you for listening and have a great day.